Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. Okay, in this super bonus episode of Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall, I actually have no idea what's happening. So Candace is going to lead us, join this episode with a friend, and I guess we'll get started. <laughs> we are here with no, no plan. And this is the kind of stuff that either gives you hives or gives you life. And listen, I just said, Jenny, we need to record. We're going to do a bonus shoot the breeze episode. So we should shoot the breeze. This is what we're going to do. We're just going to shoot the breeze. Is that a phrase that you're familiar with, Jenny? I mean, just dilly dallying around town, I guess. Yeah. Where did Normal. that phrase originate? Who shot the breeze the first time? And how, how do, do you, you shoot sh the wind? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got some things I need to talk about. I got some things I know that I got to talk about. And the first thing that I'm going to do is just jump right into headlines. Headlines. It's not the full story. It's just the headlines. Okay. Okay. From my phone, legit reading this headline that I woke up to this morning, and I'm not telling you the full story, but this is the most savage headline I've ever heard in my <laughs> life, Jenny. I literally giggled out loud when I read it and thought, ooh, somebody's bitter. But here we go. Streaker at Super Bowl does what Chiefs couldn't, colon, reach the end zone. <laughs> How savage you gotta be. How savage you gotta be that you're actually like, you know what? Print that. Print that. <laughs> approved. That's and approved. How, how in the mess in COVID times are we still having a streaker in anywhere in life? How is <laughs> I mean, here's my question. Was the person, I'm assuming it's a male, was he wearing a mask? Yeah. Oh well, wearing That's something. Strange. Or nothing, rather. <laughs> Yeah. I did ask my husband. I was like, there was a streaker? Because I'm going to be honest with you. Super Bowl is not my jam. I, I love um, everything but the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, like, commercials. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I love the, value, love the commercials. The I love the halftime show, which we'll we'll jump into that in a second. Let's jump into that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm telling you, like football itself, I just kind of tune out and I'm on my phone. And so I, I read that headline this morning. I looked over at my husband and I go, wait a minute, I was on the couch next to you. There was a streaker. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, well, he was wearing a thong, but it kind of came up over his shoulders. So I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. And now I'm not going to be the person that ruins my internet browsing history oh, by yeah. looking up the streaker. You know what I mean? So I just have to rely on my husband's description to figure out what it even felt like to watch that moment. But I'm not doing it. I'm wow. not doing it. 
I just don't know how in COVID we could possibly ever have somebody that says, you know what? This is my moment. I'm taking off all my clothes and I'm running. I'm running. First of all, I would never, I would never in my life. It's not about confidence, Jenny. Let's get that straight. It's not about confidence. I got all the confidence in the world to be naked. I don't care about that, right? Oh, I have. You would be public naked? I would. Well, here's really the. Confident. Here no, I am. I'm, conf, I'm, I'm, I'm confident with like, if it got a fun laugh, maybe. I don't know. Because here's Wait the deal. Minute. I feel a challenge coming on. <laughs> It's a deal. But I've always said this. My real friends in real life know this about me. That I would much rather show my boobs before my belly. Like if it came down to it and they're like. Oh, you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're going there. How bonus of an episode is this one? Super bonus. <laughs> super bonus. Shut the shit up. <laughs> Well, I'm just telling you, my belly is something I'm like, nobody needs to see that, you know? I mean, and I'm not shaming my belly. I'm just saying it's it's had some work. It's had some work in its life that it's done. It's done. It's yeah. tired. It doesn't need to be on public display. It doesn't need a close-up moment. Nothing like that. And to be quite honest, neither do my boobs. But if I had to had to I mean, pick. you know your assets. You know which ones to lead with. <laughs> and you're saying, I'm going to lead with this. Yeah, I get it. Fast forward 20 years. We should have seen it then. You know, everybody's <laughs> the headline section is going to look a lot different then. That's all I'm saying. Now, I'm just, I don't know how in the middle of trying to protect yourself from germs where we mask up, we still like sanitize everything like crazy that you thought, let me be my most vulnerable state for a giggle or fame for real quick and run down this field. I, I just don't get it. I, I wonder if this is what the world needs in this hour. <laughs> Read the headline one more time. I'm ready for it. <laughs> okay, okay. It. I got to open it up because I turned it off because I was like, really? You're I like, can't I'm even. I'm done with it's, it. You know, I'm like, this is what humanity needs. It's so sad. It's just so savage. Streaker at Super Bowl does what Chiefs couldn't reach the end zone. So in one headline, you're completely saying, hey, there was a streaker. That's the highlight of the Super Bowl. But also, he got at, the least they, at least they got to the end zone. You know, they it was quite a, a beating for the score for the Super Bowl. It was a, uh, it, it was a definite winner. There, there's no contesting who won. I got to be honest. I didn't watch it. So for all the others oh. that didn't watch it or didn't even know who was playing. Oh, yeah. Do you know who that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay and Kansas City. They were in Kansas City were the Chiefs. They lost. Mm -hmm. And uh, they didn't Tampa make Bay it. Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Maybe that's what the streaker heard. He heard Buccaneer. And he was like, Buccaneer. He's, like, <laughs> He's got confused. He's like, like Buccaneers or Buccaneer. <laughs> Which one? Imagine, I'm assuming it's a male. I don't know if that's wrong uh, or right, but one would assume. Know. Just imagine his mama, like being like, oh, like you're talking re about really, oh, really. Real this is this is your moment. Like this is yeah. what you're gonna choose. Yeah, to yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Make if she's mama proud. proud. Mortified. Make, I don't make know. Make mama proud. <laughs> Sometimes I do worry about that with my own son. I'm gonna be honest. Like I dream into <laughs> his future, and I'm like, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> 
Oh, well, that's a real headline that we don't have the back of the story, obviously. We just felt like we wanted to say the headlines. And I feel like it's worthy of just listening to the why of why we do this section again. Headlines, it's not the full story. It's just the headlines. <laughs> okay, Jenny. <laughs> yep. keep, it on the, keep it on the heels of... Super Bowl. You didn't watch it, but you missed a great meme making moment with the halftime show. I've been seeing some memes go around and I feel utterly confused. So I'm glad we're having this time together. Um, yep. Can you just mm -hmm. share with us? I'm going to I'm going to share the screen for those of y'all that are watching. And if you're not, then you just have to imagine. Well, first of all, I want you to just listen to the music and then I'll tell you the reality of what you're imagining. Okay. But I want you to see this clip from the actual Super Bowl halftime show. I'm going to add it to the stream really quick. Jenny, if you would, would you just play for everybody this one little clip towards the end of the halftime show with the weekend? All right. And this is from the NFL YouTube's page. Here we go. Okay. 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 Oh, so, I, so I like Jenny, the dancing. Okay, what do you see? I was about to say, can you describe this I for see us? rows of people wearing red and well, some masks on their face, um, <laughs> fully covered <laughs> in white face masks. I'm utterly concerned. Are, okay, they have lights in their hands as well, kind of like Iron Man. You yeah. know, they've got like the palms of their hands are lit up. It kind of is look, looking like a marching band. Right, they're dancing. Yep, got choreographed movements. Um, <laughs> and then the weekend comes out in the middle of it. All right, but now the, the weekend's a uh, uh, musical performance. It's not a weekend like Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> that let's just clarify that for people that got confused. The artist named the weekend. Okay, Thank go ahead you. and pause it for me. Pause okay, it. Okay, yeah, it's getting rowdy. It's getting rowdy. Ooh. Okay, pause it right there. Oh, that's a great pause. <laughs> The masks on these choreographed dancers are what's in question after the Super Bowl. Let's talk about the masks. Describe them in length, if you would, please. Can you do that for me? <laughs> I will try my best. So it is, uh, it, it honestly looks like, you know how you like pretend to be a mummy and you wrap yourself up in toilet paper and you just put it all around your head and then you have the yes. little aisles. That's what's happening here. That's how I can okay. best describe it. Okay. Um, um, I've seen other people describe it as well, almost to the point of like, oh my gosh. Um, an alien. Uh, an alien. That would be good. That would be good. Uh, maybe it looks like a jock strap <laughs> on the face. <laughs> maybe the streaker let them borrow what he almost wore. And he's like, here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. So <laughs> the streak. This is literally why we built out this whole bonus episode for this moment here. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. I've seen memes upon memes upon memes <laughs> of uh, oh my gosh. There's <sighs> many different things. Okay, I'm just gonna put Super Bowl meme in my um <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, let's do memes. Because so I can't we've experienced even... this moment now. Well, oh my gosh. Because here's I mean, the dude. Here's 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 the thing. 
there was a couple of different moments that were crazy. There was also this moment where the weekend went backstage and he went like crazy, crazy, crazy running around this lighted area. Like he couldn't find something. <laughs> and, and so now people are like me when I'm watching food in the microwave. <laughs> Or they're like me when I'm looking for my kids' toys for the fifth time after they've thrown them and I don't know where they're at. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah. there's so many things. Okay, well, I can't obviously find this. I, I can't find it. So I'm going to remove it here. But the the face mask, the one meme that I found that that laughed, I mean, I was in, I was in tears. Did you ever see um, the movie Us? It was a scary, creepy movie. You can go no. ahead and... No, okay. And I would imagine... 85-90% of our listeners didn't see it as well. <laughs> like, I know your demographic. Know them. <laughs> However, I did see this movie. And it was a it was a it was a great like uh little cult classic developed here. You know, I mean, people are really going out to theaters and seeing it. But it has this scene where this little boy is in a white mask and a red jumpsuit. And somebody made a meme because it's a scary movie. And so it's oh really, really creepy. And somebody made a meme that said, oh, look at him. He all, he, he growed all up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And so I was like, oh my gosh, let's just look at it one more time. Those are, those are creepy nightmares. It's almost like the Twilight Zone episode where the lady was wrapped in, you know, a face bandage forever. And oh, and then she had a pig. She had, was a pig face. Pig face. And then yeah. She turned normal or they were turning her into, she was a human and they're like, you have to look like us. Turn her. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like that old Twilight Zone. Anyway, so it was just a kind it's of a, a weird vibe. Yeah, like, like, imagine, I just always love knowing why people do the things they do. So imagine behind the scenes production on this, like being in the meeting, <laughs> corporate table, and you're like, okay, okay, guys, I got it. I got it. I brought an illustration, and they just come out wearing this thing. Like, who was at the executive meeting that was like, yes, nailed it, move it forward, Jenny. push it forward, push it forward, like, Jenny. why? This is one of my husband and I's favorite thing to do is we literally pause the TV and we go, okay, tell me the round table. And we make yes. up a whole scenario for how this slipped through somebody's creative process and made it to our televisions. Like yeah. we literally go, who was the guy? What did he say to convince them? That was like, this is guys, it's going to win. This is going to yeah. be gold. This moment right here, everybody's in red and black. We yep. put a jock strap on their faces. Nobody can Makes see sense. them. We're still macked up, masked up. It's going to be great. Like who, who in their right mind at the executive level just said, you're right. Nail it. You know what? Actually, now that you're processing through it, I ha I know why. Because look at all those rows of people. That's hundreds oh. and hundreds of people. And mm -hmm. they got to safety first. They got to copy the, or they have to follow the COVID protocol. You have to wear a mask. So they're like, how it's do true. we make a mask look true. good? All I, right, so brought out, I would have brought out a bedazzler or <laughs> like, you know, one of those cute animal masks that make you look like a puppy. But they went like full extreme, like jockstrap on your face. Dark man. It looks like dark man with Liam Neeson from back in the day. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I, it's just so, so creepy. 
Oh, okay. So let me, you brought up, you went a little deep. Let's go deep on this. Okay. So here's what I was telling my husband about this moment. And this is why I was like, we're just going to record. We're going to go live and talk about this because I have nowhere else to vent this. But I kind of was disappointed. I know this is not by and large the public opinion of the halftime show. Everybody, everybody that's younger than me. <laughs> I heard people were relieved it was drama free. That's what I was catching. Yes, they're like, oh, it was, oh. Oh, it was so, and, and here, this is not against the weekend. This is not against him at all. Not one bit, not about his talent, not about his performance capability, not about like even the brilliance of the stage set and like the choreography. I do think that's rad. I think even the, the craziness of like all the costuming that we've joked about, it, it was cool. It was cool. I am artsy fartsy. I will join you all day long in that. But here's a small element that I felt was overlooked or maybe we just missed the boat on in a halftime show. Jenny, this is by and large our first moment back to live music as Ooh. like a nation. Like this is our moment yeah. to enjoy a live concert collectively. I know that I can purchase a ticket right now to my favorite artist and do a zoom concert with them and I can support them and they can be in their house. And it's, it's equally just as, creative and artsy and i love that feel but for some reason this felt like us this felt like all of us coming together and needing to to have this live incredible encounter and instead what i saw was the artist singing to the camera 80 percent mm. of the time and i thought "Ooh, is this a signal to what 2020 has done to us is valuing the hidden lens of the hidden audience uh, more than the ones that are in the room. And it, it was so just eerie to me. It was like this, oh no, I hope that's not it. You know what I mean? There's something about yeah. live music when you're, you're in the space. And, and I, this is the other thing that, that I told my husband. Every Super Bowl, regardless who it's been or the performer or whatever, there's always been this beautiful moment that becomes bring it down, do something serious, do a ballad, do do like this slower song that everybody loves. And you have people out there on the fields with their lights like, waving. You, you know what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson, Free Willy. Heal the world. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that he did the Maybe. Super Bowl once, right? When we were that little. Does. And I remember being like, come, come on. on. Well, and then Whitney it. Houston, Star Spangled yeah. Banner, that live electricity when she nailed it. I mean, like, I will never forget that growing up watching that Super Bowl. And now I'm watching my kids watching this halftime entertainment. And it's all pomp and stance and lights and costumes and, and uh, directed and very much so inclusive of us sitting on the couch. Like, Hey, you're here it, right with me, which I appreciate a little bit of that. But I also felt like, man, I wanted to feel the stripped down music of a live venue and wish that I was there in the stands. Do you, you know what I mean? To feel like you're missing out. Yes. Of the authentic, yes. of the authenticity, authenticity of the moment. And it kind of scares me, Jenny, that this may be the direction that we're headed in a lot of areas of well, performance. What people don't know now is that we have a live audience right in front of us and we're just talking to you guys on the camera. I mean, we have hundreds of people. I'm just kidding. 
you're like, what? No, I know. I know what you're saying. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's performing in it's, essence for the cameras and not for the, the one person that is actually there or absolutely. the two or the three. Yeah. Absolutely. And here's the weirder thing. If we want to go deeper that I've started discovering, we're just in a different world with technology, with um, the power of anybody can be an influencer. Anybody can speak into their phone and completely feel as though they have an audience of however many hundreds or thousands or dare I say millions. I mean, hello, I'm, I've lived a life where I know that that's true. But the reality is now today in this this hot climate of 2020 isolated us all to where our only form of communication was through this little lens. Um, anybody, not anybody, that's kind of, you know, it's a generalization, but a lot of people can go viral on TikTok now, or they can have these moments of like these flash in a pan of, I have a hundred thousand views. And they're like, yeah, but you yeah. don't know any of those people. I, I, I have, I, call me a conspiracy theorist here, but I kind of feel like we're we're going down a dangerous path. You know, at what cost are we neglecting the room that we're in to perform or to engage with this fourth wall? I mean, it's the first time I've really seen, just by and large, a, a desire to appease and pacify and entertain and provoke the, the fourth wall, the hidden thing. Well, when, let's explain... Oh yeah. Sorry. Finish your Go thought. for it. Go. Well, when the reality is, is that we have people in the room that are neglected, you know, yeah, that we're neglecting. Yeah. yeah. So fourth wall, for those of you who are like, what is this fancy term? That is actually <laughs> something I studied television in college. This is something they teach you as yeah. in the TV industry, or if you're a performer, they're like, don't break that wall. Don't acknowledge the camera ever, or you're breaking the fourth wall. It's um, can, you probably can explain it better than I can, Candace. Well, as a theater major, I mean, I was musical theater, yeah. and when we were memorizing lines and we're you know we're putting a production together and we're getting on stage together, we were told, "Don't you dare break that fourth wall down." All that's in front of you when you're looking at the people in the audience, you should imagine an invisible fourth wall and no people there, nobody looking at you because you're so engrossed in the character that you're playing or you're so engrossed in the lines that you're delivering that yeah. you forget anybody's watching you. And yeah, the reality you know what it's is, like? It's yeah, like go. Zach Morris when he is doing the scene <laughs> and then he looks to the camera and he's like, can yes. you guys believe Screech did that? Like he's talking directly to the audience through the TV. That's breaking uh, the fourth wall. Perfect absolutely, example. Absolutely. And the fourth wall is not just being broken right now. It's being like, I'm creating all of my material and content for the fourth wall. And yeah. this is where I'm saying you're in a room. There's three other walls. There's three other walls that you're in. And I hate saying this, but how many people or how many mamas that are doing their own small business and they do it online and they've got to post videos and they've got to get on there and promote themselves and create a brand. And they're speaking to this fourth wall all day long. They're neglecting the kids in the room Ooh. with them. Oh, you are packing a punch today. It is. Sorry. Oh, it's a good kind of punch. I'm getting so queasy. It is 100% true. And it's like, we're, yeah. we're, I'm going to say we as in humanity. Collectively. I don't know. Collectively, collectively we're, yes. we're pursuing these viral moments that might be one minute of fame, five minutes of fame, whatever for, yeah. for, for what, 
Like why? What? Why? And there is people in, (sighs) there are people in the room in front of you in, in your local community that desperately need hope, love, list whatever you want, but we're missing it because we're pursuing a moment. You want me to pack a punch? Let's go. Let's go even deeper and more real. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Here, I'm going to go into a special segment for this. I try not. I try not to capitalize on um, my viral video and talk about it and regurgitate all the info that happened from it. But let's just be honest. This year marks five years since I had a viral video of laughing in a car with my Chewbacca mask, laughing it up. And I didn't just go viral for a hot second. It's like mega viral. And it's still something that holds records. And so I, when you say, why are people, for what reason... For what reason do we feel this? Let me give some some story time to you here. I had my life changed overnight. And yes, I wouldn't even be on this podcast probably if that moment hadn't have happened. Who knows? That's how I met you for the first time. Right. Breaking that fourth wall. I do not despise that viral video whatsoever. But the misconception that most people have is if I just have what Candace got with the viral video, then I'll get all those things that come with it. She's written some books. She's got a podcast. She's getting invited places to speak. I want that life. And the reality is five years removed. Can I just shed some light on this? For what? For what? If you if if you want to be honest, a viral video is just a flash in the pan. It is just a moment that is so temporary. Everything that kind of comes from that has been this moment of following what I would describe the favor, the hand of God, and and not being opportunistic, but really looking ahead and going, oh, I've had different opportunities that have opened up. Where do I feel like that fits what's already inside of me? Where where do I feel like it fits what would benefit my family? Do you know what I mean? Like at one mm-hmm. point we were at the at the crossroads of trying to do a pilot for a television show that was reality. And ooh, I'm I'm spilling all the tea today. Drink a drink a drink. Mm-hmm. Spill that tea. So you guys had a reality show option. Like, is that what you're saying as a yes. family? Yes. And well, and here was here was the um, caveat that I, I kind of put on it. I um, told this group that was interested in doing this, we can totally do a show. It would be a blast. Let's go through all the back work of like dreaming it up and let's shoot a pilot. Um, but there's one thing you cannot have and it's my husband and my kids. You will Ooh. never be able to film them without me in the room and just do a confessional of letting my five and six year old talk to the cameras about God knows what Lord, whatever they want to say. I'm like, what did your mom really say to you last night? Exactly. Questions. Yeah. Or how do you feel about it? I'm like, you're not their therapist. They're not going to be on TV answering those questions to a stranger. And I don't care how close we get or comfortable with your crew. I still think that that's inappropriate. Like kind of, 
by and large with all the reality shows with children in it. But don't get me started on that. Okay. So anyways, mm-hmm. um, I feel you like set I, those ground rules, you said wow, those ground rules. I'm, I'm spilling some major tea. Um, and then the, and other listen, thing, listen, if you're a production company and you want to be a part of having a reality <laughs> show, Yannis, she is available. So, but she does have rules. So listen up. I do. Yeah. I, I have, I have the ability to be like, yes, I see why people are attracted to wanting to know more about my story, but there's also some things that I have to deem sacred. I have yeah. to. I have to say, this is sacred ground. This is space you're not invited in. And yeah. that fourth wall doesn't get broken here. Um, and with my husband, y'all, I married an introvert to the nth degree. Like he has a shirt that says somewhat functional introvert and wears it with pride and joy. And when it wore out, I bought him a second one because I knew that he wanted that one. We've, we've re we've re upped and bought him a second exact one. It's He's that much of an introvert. And so now you're asking me to push and prod my, my significant other, my rock, my security into being something that he's not for what, for what, for who on this fourth wall being broken. Mm -hmm. So I just felt like there was a lot of things that these are sacred. That's not going to happen. And no offense, because I do know some of the people that have reality shows. They are real friends in real life. This is not yeah. a slam on you. But I have not seen on this particular network a single family unit, husband and wife, that has been successful in keeping their marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, like most of those shows have either ended in marital trouble or or they're talking about divorce or they've been divorced. And I just felt like that was a risk that wasn't worth taking. And for those of you that you're looking on right now and you're following right now and you're like, well, Candace, don't you love us? And don't you want us to, don't you want to be authentically you and not hide anything (laughs) from me and let me in? And I'm sitting here going, some things are sacred ground. And at the end of the day, my vows to my husband and my job as a mom come before you and they have to, there was no way that would be compromised. And I feel like we're in this weird space right now, Jenny, where all of that's on the table and we don't even realize it, that we're so quick to compromise that because we see this lure of, well, maybe it could give me fame. Maybe it can give me followers. Maybe it can give me likes. Maybe it could increase my business. Maybe I can, I can monetize it. Maybe I can find some new um, hope in, in that I'm worthy if others find me worthy because the people inside my home don't maybe encourage me the way that I need to be encouraged or they don't see the greatness in me. Dude. It's like, how, how far are you willing to go? Like where, like, I'm glad you have that sacred boundary. Matt was, my husband was telling me and I might butcher this. Oh, that was a bad play of words. Matt was telling me about this story of a YouTuber who he does pranks and I might be getting this wrong, but he does pranks and he was going to do a prank video. Uh, and he pulled a knife and was running towards somebody as a prank to get views and likes. And he ended up getting shot and died. What is that an urban legend or a real story? No, Matt was just telling me it just happened. No way. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, obviously our hearts go out to that situation and things like that. But if we're talking about, I mean, imagine that's one of your kids and and they don't know better. Yeah. Oh, it's, but if we're talking about like, how far are you going to take it to get recognition, to get fame, to keep, to keep, even to keep the, the momentum going of the things you're producing, like enough is enough people. Yes. I want to ask, I want to ask this question. 
what statistic, what statistic would satisfy? Right. What? Right. What? It's never going to, it's never going to be enough. You think you've arrived and then you, you're going to crave more. You're going to want more. Like what's, yeah, that's a good question. I have great statistics. I have collectively over 300 million views on a video that I did that I had no desire to go viral. And I could tell you, oh yeah, that's incredible. But I can also say this other statistic, but it was five years ago. The more time between these moments of these spurts of just, oh, I did it. I made it. It actually kind of becomes, is that all you are? Is that your worth? What statistic will actually be able to cap on and show the value of you as a human and why people love you and follow you and want to be a part of your life? It's a never ending cycle is what I'm trying to say. It won't be satisfied. And, and the real rub is, is you won't be satisfied either. I mean, I could tell you that from experience. You will not find satisfaction in that moment. It, it just won't. It just won't be the pinnacle of everything in your life. I have greater dreams today. I have higher highs that I want to go to. And they, they don't have anything to do with what's in this invisible world that's watching me. All those things have to do with my people my core, the ones that sit on the couch with me at the end of the day, the ones that call me and say, hey, have you called mom and dad today? Have you checked up on them? The ones that are nearest and dearest in my space that I see daily. Those are the people, those are the dreams. Those are the things that I feel like we're losing so quickly. And, we, and it's a slippery slope that I don't know if we even see that it's being lost. What was that question again? You said, say it one more time. What's what statistic? What statistic would satisfy? Just tell me. Tell me the number. How many views would that satisfy you? How many likes would actually satisfy? How many shares? How much engagement? I mean, how much of it would actually satisfy to where you would be like, oh, I'm done. That was so good. Made it. Right. I've, I've arrived. I mean, it goes, I mean... <laughs> It, this is packing a punch because it just goes back to the uh, quote unquote American dream where are mm. like, where are your priorities? And that could be a whole topic for another day. But obviously the statistic that needs to satisfy us. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going. Amen. I know where you're going. Stop it. The Jesus juke of the century right there. Oh, Listen, yep. I, I just feel like I know it all started from the Super Bowl halftime show conversation. But the reality is, is that was the fear that I discussed with my husband last night is, is what are we doing? Like, is this becoming normal to where the fourth wall is the people that we're most concerned with? And I'm not saying you don't have value. We wouldn't be here doing this show if we didn't think that. I mean, hello. We do see the well, value in you. There's unhealthy and healthy ways of doing everything, yes. right? Yes. And we're discussing the unhealthy balance. There's not a balance in it. The unhealthiness of mm. performing for the unseen. Mm. Mm. Well, if you really want to Jesus juke this moment, do I it. used to hear in my youth group growing up, you shouldn't be living for the applause of man, but the applause of the nail pierced hands. Oh, and listen, I know it feels so cheesy to repeat that right now, but I had that written in bold letters in the front of my Bible when I was like 14. And I thought it was the most profound statement I could ever think about. 
and older I get and the life that I've lived and the success that I've had, I actually like find the value in what that's saying more and more every single day. Yeah. Like there really should only be one aim, one person that I am completely. And when I say person, I mean like a personhood of the holy, the, the knowledge of the holy, of, of who God is. At the end of the day, when I put my head on my pillow, that's the opinion that counts that I'm, I'm worried about. Yeah. That's the statistic at the end of the day that when I hear good job, well done, my faithful, my faithful one, good job. Not Come my on famous in. one. Oh, <laughs> faithful. Not my famous one, my faithful one. I'm telling you, I feel, I feel something big in this that I kind of, I, I don't know. I'm not going to like go uh, swing the pendulum so far over here to where I become no cameras, no selfies, no Instagram lives. You know, I mean, don't talk to the force wall. I don't want to do that with my kids. I don't do, want to do that with myself. But I've just got to say, there has to be some sort of balance when where we swing that to where we're not getting all of our worth, all of our identity, all of our love all, from from what we do online or for what we do looking into this audience here. There has to be an acknowledgement of the people that you're in the room with. I mean, there, and I really do mean that there are three other walls and it, it should be that the one that carries the most numerical value is the one that also carries the most weight in, in what you value as well within those three walls. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, Jenny. I just felt like, I felt like we're in a slippery slope. Well, like yeah, it's such a slippery slope. And I mean, we can all think of the times we pose for the photo where yeah. all the laundry's on one side of the room. It's so messy. And then we do this photo and we look <laughs> fantastic. Everything's clean. Look at my decluttered house. And it's like, that's not even being authentic in, at all. So it's like Absolutely. creating these false realities of what we perceive to be what everyone wants and it's creating <laughs> us to be false people and it's creating this it's creating us oh, to miss man. the people right i mean we could riff off on this for hours but absolutely the let me tell you one candace's story oh go for it well i was gonna say let me tell you one thing before we wrap it up um i saw somebody quote this the other day and it made me laugh so hard because it's so true but they're like there's nothing worse than a b-rated movie except for a b-rated influencer like somebody that's like, let me act out all of this for you. And you, and I find myself sitting through them and I'm like, why am I continuing to watch this train wreck when it's somebody that you feel like, oh my gosh, they are not stopping. They don't realize this is awkward or they've set up the shot in their scene and their content is so staged that you're like, oh, I know what's coming up next. And there really is, there's nothing worse than inauthenticity in this space. Um, and I guess maybe that's why we were told as actors, don't break that fourth wall. Be so engrossed in this moment. Be so completely um, unaware that anybody else is watching. And I just, I wonder how unaware we could all try to be this week that anybody else is watching and just live our lives. What, what, would, what would one week do for you like that, Jenny? It sounds very freeing. You yes. Much. Yes. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, I'm, I would find a jock strap and put it on my face. That's what I would do. <laughs> I'd be in your line of dancers. Let's do this. 
<laughs> but I think, yeah, we would be taking greater risks because we don't have to show yeah. up for, for anybody. Like we would find, that's what I'm saying. There's freedom there to yeah. do the things we feel led to do yeah. and be with the people mm. we feel led to be. We wouldn't be people pleaser. I mean, this is a whole, it's a whole thing. It is. Oh, thank you. Super Bowl halftime show for revealing this to me. It's making me live my life different this week. And Are you going to streak now across Texas? Am I going to streak across Texas? Maybe. No. I'm the freedom. If I did, it would be boobs only, not belly. Well, I tell you what, it really will do this though, Jenny. It's going to kind of shape the conversations that I continue to have with my kids about yeah. their activity online. It's going to shape the conversations I have with people in my life that I trust to keep me accountable. Like I really, I, I'm thinking now of conversations that I need to have with my prayer team. Cause like I have a group of ladies on Marco Polo, which is an app, which we talk into a screen to talk to each other because we're <laughs> displaced all over the world. So I'm not really making my point clear. No, I am. It's a small group of only um, eight women. And but I you know them intimately. Yeah. You intimate, have a relationship yeah. with them outside of that app. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I want to talk with them about is, Hey, when you see me online, if it doesn't, if it's incongruent with who you know me to be or what you know that I'm asking for prayer for, or the things that I'm trying to say, man, I feel like God's telling me to do this in my life and level up in this way. And if you see me detour from that, call me out on it. You know what I mean? Like, let me know. I think this kind of conversation we're having today it's actually going to cause me to have other conversations and to look at what I'm doing a lot differently. And I kind of hope it does the same thing for our listeners. Yeah. Should we pray yeah. it out? Let's too, do it. Too much. No, let's do it. Hey, let's pray. Yep, Jenny, you take gotta, it over. I gotta say, for this being a spontaneous moment, I really... This was great conversation, Candace. So thanks for leading this. Well, I'm show. glad that we did. I just felt like I just had too much in my mind and we got a podcast. We can share this with people. Why not? We can <laughs> shut this. Let's shut this shit up. All right, guys, oh. if you are available to pray with us, yeah. let us pray. Um, God, we thank you for this, just enlightening us through this conversation, Lord, of Super Bowl halftime shows. God, I just pray for anybody that might have felt the weight of what we were talking about, maybe they've fallen into feeling like they have to perform for that fourth wall or feeling like they have to show mm -hmm. up and deliver this great content on the internet or whatever the case may be. If they're feeling weighted down by this conversation or Holy Spirit, if you're like inviting them towards even like repentance saying, I'm sorry, God, like help me do better. God, we just give that over to you. And I just pray for um, the freedom that you have in our lives. I pray for um, freedom in knowing you, that we we show up mm. in the areas you're inviting us to show up, not in the areas that we, we feel like we're supposed to show up in. And I pray that we're able to prioritize those in front of us, those locally. Um, I pray that that comes first before all the other stuff, God, yeah. that you come first before all the other stuff, God. And I pray for anybody that might feel um, like shame or something around this, God, I pray that that shame is taken off right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah, God, you know, I just pray for all of us to be present. You know, that's yeah. just a struggle that I think that we all have uh, to be quite honest. We always want more. We always, uh, we always want to be more. We want to, I mean, even we talk about that in our show intro, God, <laughs> you know, uh, but the reality is, is that 
there's this beauty that's found in cherishing moments that we're in and not the ones that we try to create or that we try to manipulate. God, I just pray that you would just center us and center our thoughts and allow us to enjoy every moment fully that we are a part of in the now. Um, and for our listeners, I know that there are a lot of people right now that feel the hope rise, even when we pray that they're like, Oh, I need to do that. I need to do that. Yes. So I'm going to ask right now, if that's you and you're feeling that just say this with me, say, God, I need to be present. Help me be present. I rarely like lead y'all through prayers, but I really feel like the Holy spirit just wants to nail in this moment with you and him. Just confess that say, God, I need to be present. I want to be present. Show me how, and God show us how to show up. You're always near. You are an omnipresent God. You're always available. You never sleep. You never slumber. You do what pleases you. You work all things for good for those of us that are called according to your purpose. God, you have plans set in motion and you do not veer from them. We can't add to them. We can't take them away. And so God, when we ask that we show up and be present with you, you're already doing something. So let us be aware. Lift our eyes. In Jesus name. Amen. All right, y'all. This has been a great little bonus episode. I hope that you've liked it. And uh, if you have, go ahead, share it, uh, make it a watch party, let other people see what you've been a part of today. And until we get to talk to you next time, go ahead and what, Jenny? What? (laughs) Shut the shit up. you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.